Hi, I'm Stacy Hyde, and I'm back for another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. And today I want to talk about something that's coming up more and more often in client conversations, and that is housing affordability. And, you know, traditionally the goal has been, you know, you buy a home, you build equity, you shouldn't rent because you're just throwing that money away. Well, right now with home prices increasing so quickly, um, buyers that need financing being sort of pushed out of the market and with mortgage rates increasing from 2.875% for a well-qualified 30-year loan last year to four and a half, five percent now, it's changed the calculation of certainly the price point of the house that you can afford and also what to do. The other thing to keep in mind is a lot of people will say, well, we'll get a fixer upper and we'll get sweat equity. What I would tell you to keep in mind right now, if that's your thought, is also the lumber, the drywall, the workers that you need to do that, that's also going to be much, much more expensive if you can even get some of it done. So what I've encouraged people to do is look at what the price ranges for the house that you think you would want, you know, if you're looking for a three bedroom, two bath in a certain neighborhood or a certain school district and see what that is. And you can find mortgage calculators online that calculate what your payment is. And for purposes of this, I would look at just what your principal and interest are. Let's, let's exclude taxes, although you cannot exclude property taxes, or homeowner's insurance if you're buying. Um, so let's just look at the principal and interest piece and see what that payment is. And so if you looked at that and you said, okay, well, that's $3,000 and we feel like that's affordable for us. Or if you said it's $2,000 and that's an affordable number, you probably wanna make that below 25% of your take home on a monthly basis after you know, you might get approved for more than that, but I can promise you if you go much over that, your monthly cash flow is going to feel real tight. You're not going to have a lot of extra money to remodel or take a trip or save for retirement, kids college. So that's what we would recommend you keep at 25% of your net paycheck after retirement planning contributions, healthcare, that sort of thing. So, and look at, see what that number is. Then look around in your area and see what rent is. If you can rent, you know, maybe not exactly the house you want, but something that would be reasonable and you'd be okay with, and you can get the rent instead of $3,000, you can get the rent for $2,000. You really may want to consider renting for a while and saving that extra money because while you're renting, you're not responsible for home repairs. You're not paying those property taxes. Your renter's insurance is, you're only covering your content, so you're not having to cover the cost to rebuild your house in the event of a fire or something like that. So you can often get pretty significant savings over what you'd have if you took a mortgage out, and you can kind of be patient and wait, because as interest rates go up, as builders are able to catch up, get their supply chain and be able to catch up to the number of houses that weren't built after the financial crisis in 08, 09, 
I expect supply to kind of open back up, settle back down, because what you don't want to do is chase it up, get kind of overextended, maybe get something you kind of like, but you realize that, man, I really probably overpaid for that. And it also limits your choices and the decisions you can make. So my advice is, while yes, you might be paying rent and you're not quote unquote getting anything back from that, but if what you're getting back is the savings that you're not paying in a mortgage, also freedom from the responsibilities or having to budget also for repayers, putting a lot of additional money into the home, it may allow you to supercharge your savings so that once the markets calm down, I'm not saying that their prices are gonna crash because I don't know that they are, but the rate of increase that we're seeing now, I think that is certainly gonna slow down. And it just gives you time to not feel like you're under the gun. And I think most people, when they're talking about potentially the biggest investment they'll ever make, not being in a rush, I think that's super helpful. And so don't look at renting as throwing away money if that's the case. Now, if you did this an analysis and your rent was 4,000 and you can buy for three, then yes, buy. But in many areas, I think Nashville's this way, certainly California's this way, you can actually get a lot more house for rental or apartment, condo, that sort of thing than you can to purchase right now. And so don't, don't feel pressured to buy because that's what you're supposed to do. No, you're supposed to look at the facts, understand what it would cost to purchase the type of house you want, what it's gonna cost you to rent that, and then make a reasoned decision about what's gonna be in your best interest long-term. I hope this is helpful. And this, I'm Stacy Hyde, and this has been another edition